Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to Sci-Fi Wire's 22 Days of Marvel. Today, it's a special bonus episode of the podcast as we're breaking down the new post-Endgame trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Sci-Fi Wire's 22 Days of Marvel podcast. I'm today's moderator, Matt Romano. Today, we're breaking down the brand new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. The trailer dropped earlier this morning, and it's the first real look at the next chapter in the MCU after the events of Avengers Endgame. Joining me today for this quick breakdown are my very own personal Avengers, <laughs> Sci-Fi Wires, Morgan Johnson, and Max Tadaldi. Yo, hey guys. Hi. We're back. back. Getting the team back together you know, again. We, we just couldn't stay away. It's the 23rd day It's the Marvel. 23rd day. Mm-hmm. I mean, Very nice. we might have to title it day 23, but I don't want to confuse anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have such an established brand exactly. already for 22 yeah. days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only 22. Um, but we weren't planning to do this episode. I think uh, it was a surprise to us. We knew that today was the, the lift of the spoiler ban uh, per the Russo brothers. Mm-hmm. So now it's you're now free to talk about Endgame on the internet, which is exciting. Yeah. And I love how they owned that. They yeah. were just like, no one's allowed to post any spoilers or else you are not a true fan yeah. of the MCU. It was like a very distinct decision that they made. And people, for the most part, I feel I like think were followed it pretty. Following it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the most amazing thing that like the internet like obliged. No, it's like, we are your overlords. You will listen to us. Yes, Russo Brothers. And we're like, okay, if if, if we do what they say, maybe they'll be nice to us and like do more cool things. Maybe they'll bring Cap back. And the internet is really not known for being a a kind, kind entity. Yeah. Or following any type of rules. Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, but it's exciting. So now we can talk about it. And with that spoiler ban, now we Mm -hmm. know why the spoiler ban was going to be lifted today because we got a brand new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, which is exciting because there are some really juicy post-Endgame nuggets in there. Oh, yeah. There's some nugs in there. Yeah. For sure. That we can dive into. I also just love that I think it would make a lot of sense for them to end Phase 3 with Endgame. It is called Endgame. Yeah. It felt so climactic, but there's something cool about having this almost like an epilogue of the Phase 3 where it's kind of teeing up all of this stuff that we're going to see in phase four and it lets phase three be its own thing while really kind of ushering us into the new era, which I think is really exciting. Because they have said that far from home is the official end of phase three. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're still in phase three and I guess it's more so like you said, Max dealing with the after effects of that. So kind of like a little sprinkling to kind of like, Give us a little bit of a little amuse boost. Yeah, like you know, would taste. you would you like um, a dessert wine yeah. after yeah. your meal? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I, would. I would. I would. Thank I you. Would. Spider-Man, <laughs> do say so. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting because I, I don't have the full list in front of me, but I'm pretty sure like it was it Ant-Man or Ant-Man Two that closed out a phase. Yeah. Yes. Right. You it, know, mm-hmm. so they seem mm-hmm. to like it's a little lighthearted. It's like you know a little more down to earth stakes and yeah, and I, I kind of like it though because there's so many questions and there's like. I'm I'm good. There's gonna be a primer. I'm glad there's gonna be a primer before the next phase because 
there's a lot of questions I just want answered out and get out of the way. Yeah. And then we can just jump into it, you know, for sure. And I think it seems as if they are going to at least address, like, it's been five years and everyone's back and Tony is gone. So it seems like they are going to get more into that world, yeah. which we didn't see really any of in Endgame. So I think it will answer some of those questions. So many broken homes. So many. Uh, well, <laughs> before we get into the trailer and break it down, it now has been uh, two weeks since Endgame premiered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The spoiler ban has lifted. So any lingering thoughts, you know, two weeks later from Endgame? How many times have you guys seen it? So I've been too emotionally spent from Endgame <laughs> to go back. I'm not ready to go back there just yet. I think the things that have stayed with me is I sort of evilly looked at some uh, clips on YouTube that people rip Ooh. from the movie. I know, highly illegal. I just can't <laughs> get over that scene with Cap wielding the hammer. It, yeah. It's too much. I, I get pumped up. My heart rate goes up. I stand up in my seat. It is literally one of the coolest moments in cinematic history. Yeah. And then what I was also left with is how after watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2, just sort of disappointed I was with the direction that that franchise went. And there were definitely some moments of Guardians 2 that I loved, but as a whole, was not in love with that movie. But now how pumped I am for Guardians 3, yeah. the as Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think <laughs> Thor is like the absolutely perfect thing to inject into that franchise to give it new life. Yeah. It's going to be so amazing. Absolutely. Their Morgan? banter that they have is, yeah. you know, it's going to be like a cornerstone of that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's um, perfect. I have not gone to see it again, and yes, due to emotional reasons, but also just like <laughs> setting aside another three hours yeah. to sit in a movie theater <laughs> is like has been a lot lately. I've been kind of busy, yeah. so that's another reason why. But um, I can't wait to see it again, and I've talked to other people in the office about this. Just the number of things that I know I probably missed in that first viewing that I want to go back and like all the lines that I missed. I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, oh, one of my favorite lines is after Cap wields Thor's hammer yeah. and Thor says, I knew it. He was like, oh, I didn't hear that in my theater. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's one of the best lines. Yeah, and he's totally. like, well, people were screaming too loudly because Cap yeah. was yep. holding the hammer. So I think there are equally number of lines that I probably missed because I was screaming too loudly at For some sure. point yeah. throughout. So it's tough to notice things when you're either screaming or crying. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. The only I, I I haven't I only saw it once. Same reasons for you guys, and also I just wanted to give it some time to breathe. I didn't want to like jump right into it. I, I want to forget some things. Um, oh yeah. But immediately I'm all, I'm also afraid to go see a second viewing because the first viewing was so much fun and and knowing In that the, the theater yeah, that opening night it was just crazy it was Magical. so much fun and and like i know the second viewing ever is just going to be quiet yeah you know? I, like, I wonder at this point like if you go to the movie theaters to see it will you be in a theater with people that haven't seen it yet yeah most likely for That's people really that you know cuz i'm interested to see like what's that di dichotomy like yeah. when you're in a theater and maybe like half of the audiences have already seen it and are there for a second viewing but yeah. half of the people are experiencing yeah. it for the first time and then what like those people that are going back for a second viewing do you think they would be more apt to cheer because they know the events are coming yeah. or is it sort of like been there done that and they're going to be low-key about it because i gotta be honest i when when i would see if i saw cap you know holding the hammer again I'd be out of my seat. Yeah, I think I'm going to cheer. Sure. I'm going to make a point to go in yeah. and cheer for everything. Bring <laughs> yeah. that in. Because yeah, exactly. Make the yeah. experience good mm. for someone else. All right, but let's, uh, let's break down this trailer. The reason why we're here today, 
Um, we have a new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, and it opens like this. It's got Tom Holland, you know, with his little spoiler warning, mm-hmm. which is very funny because he's known for being a spoiler <laughs> machine himself. Yeah. And they have really just like hammered him into submission at this exactly. point. Yeah. Like, you can you will record this spoiler video. Um, uh, so, yeah, that was great. But uh, but immediately we're on the plane at Spider-Man and Happy. They're coming back from what I presume is the endgame battle. And uh, Peter does not look good. He looks uh, a little his, sad. His eyes are just like so puffy and red, and you can tell he's been crying, and it's so heartbreaking because yeah. you know emotionally, like imagine imagine that like they're reunited and then immediately ripped back right away, heart, right like, away, right away, and yep. there's no. And to Peter, it was there was no time at all. So it's like he snapped and came back right away. So there wasn't yeah. this five years of being away from Tony. So mm-hmm. it really. Yeah, Tony's taken away from him pretty abruptly. It's his father figure. Yeah. I mean, um, he, Spider-Man is son of Iron Man. Not to get too much far ahead into this breakdown, but yeah. he is. Anyway, so, uh, and but speaking of son of Iron Man, I like that, like, the uncle of Iron Man, Happy, is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm sort of baffled by the fact that Jon Favreau has time to be yeah. in this movie. I think he's like directing Jungle Book movies, doing stuff for Disney, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like now it feels like he has a really big role in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Yeah, and, and he's definitely the link now between Iron Man and Spider-Man. Spider-Man is almost like the new Iron Man now, both I feel like in the MCU. It's like this trailer kind of alludes to the fact that like, you know, that we then jump to that scene where he's in New York and he's fighting these robbers and uh, the police are like, so what, are you the new Iron Man? Yeah. And he's kind of like, yeah, not really, but, yeah. but I guess the world is now trying to fill this void and Spider-Man's mm-hmm. still a... True remotely new hero, so people I, are looking at him to take that mantle. You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. What? Oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. I love that he has that banter with the NYPD because that kind of, like, drives home that, like, I'm just a neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, me and all the local guys, like, have this, yeah. like, cool banter and they expect me and I, like, give them shit because they're not doing their job and I have to do it, you know? So I think... That really kind of plays into a little bit of like he has become more established in yeah, his for Spider-Man sure. responsibilities within New York. And I think one of the sad things is actually seeing that the you know the Netflix TV Marvel universe is kind of going away or being revamped because it almost feels like Spider-Man fit into that world. Mm. Almost just as well, if not better, than the you know the big intergalactic MCU. They're really trying to make him seem like he's the neighborhood dude, whereas all of the other heroes, the Iron Mans, the Captain Americas, the Thors, they were the iconic heroes, right? And that's why the world is kind of grieving for Iron Man, whereas Spider-Man doesn't have that sort of same level of international appeal. Yeah, and he still yet. doesn't see himself as like a big hero because even in the, later in the trailer, they're like, why don't you call Captain Marvel or Kurt Thor? It's yeah. like he immediately is like, why <laughs> yeah. me? Like there's so many better heroes, but, but this busy. is what we got. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he wants to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He can't, you know, he wants to go out to Europe with his friends. He wants to crush on MJ, mm-hmm. but he's pulled back into this universe. Um, back into the fold. Nick I Fury's mean, calling him on the yeah, cell phone. <laughs> he's ignoring him just like Tony used to do, like father, like son. That was really, that was really funny part of the trailer. Not to nitpick, and I know we saw this coming a mile away when they first introduced Zendaya as the MJ character, mm-hmm. but just in terms of like, 
a female character from the first movie where she's like super disheveled and like she's the loner and like they didn't understand like really mm-hmm. what her role was her and deal was. Peter like was crushing on like the really really pretty girl and that was super popular mm-hmm. and now in this movie he's like I think I'm really digging MJ and I'm like oh you went to space and like matured and now you like the normal girl cool Peter cool you know eventually all men have that same lesson <laughs> that same lesson yeah but. I was reminded to how different her portrayal of MJ is from not only the comic books, but then also Kirsten Dunn's portrayal in mm. the early 2000s. Because Kirsten Dunn's, I feel like, went pr- pretty pretty faithful to the comic book. You know, she's sort of like yep. an actress model that kind of, you know, that all, all the tigers, like, here's looking at you, you know. It's yeah. the, mm. She's very flirty but all, and almost ditzy in a way. Yeah. And that's not this MJ. No, no, no definitely not. This is a, a, a like a snarky mm-hmm. kind of uh, bookish, but then also like can give it back to Peter just as good as he gives it. So yeah. it's not so much uh, a damsel. It's a good, it's a good fit at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at all. All right. Well, um. So yeah. So then, uh, the trailer, the cuts. He's off to Europe with his friends. Uh, Ned. Uh, finally, Nick Fury catches up to him, puts a poison <laughs> dart in Ned, or yeah. I guess a sleep dart. I don't know in Ned, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then he starts to explain, we get this awesome info dump in the middle of which blew everybody's minds today. And it's that Nick Fury brings Spider-Man down to this underground European base. And sure. there is Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, mm-hmm. who we learn is a superpowered person from another Earth. This is Mr. Beck. We could use someone like you on my world. New world? Beck is from Earth, just not ours. A snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? We have a job to do. You're coming with us. Now we have a Marvel multiverse. Yeah. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I I watched that trailer, and then I watched it again, and I was like, wait a second. So Mysterio's the good guy now? Yeah. Or... This is a fake out. We know he's not. He can't be. Yeah. I mean, because it was announced that like Mysterio was the villain, and in the comics, he's traditionally a villain, correct? But so yes, and I I think there are definitely versions of him where he's like playing like he's the good guy, but then he's the bad guy. But it honestly opens up so many possibilities for ways that characters could change, evolve, Mm -hmm. or we could see different versions of them. Like for example, like you know, I. I just mentioned that version of MJ, but how cool would it be to see that kind of redheaded, typical MJ from another universe? Totally. It also makes me totally look at now into the Spider-Verse as like a total, like, is that maybe canon now? Like, what's going on there? I know. I was, in my mind, I was like, okay, so- do all Spider-Man movies just have multiple (laughs) universes now? This is like a thing, or they saw, I don't know how long MCU's been planning this, but obviously you see the success of something like Into the Spider-Verse and how well it did. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they were like, cool, let's just bop that into our movie too. Yeah, I mean, because they they were working on Into the Spider-Verse for such a long time that they had to know what they were playing with. So I I wouldn't be Mm -hmm. surprised if Sony, who is the maker of this Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse, was like, hey, listen, we're making a multiverse. Totally. You're either coming along for the ride MCU or not. Mm -hmm. And for the MCU, the multiverse just solve so many problems so many issues and and also create so many avenues to make like amazing more movies like now you can bring in a entirely new cast of avengers it's it, it, it's very easy to explain away a new captain america somewhere down the line oh yeah mm-hmm. um and also uh um, steve rogers for sure and also and if you guys remember in our endgame podcast or somewhere around, i don't know maybe in the office we were talking about, i don't know where we we're talking about mm-hmm. this but 
maybe the snap and this now event is what brings X-Men and Fantastic Four into the fold. I mean, that's got to be that's the that feels like the most logical use of the multiverse, because if X-Men and Fantastic Four were not at least playing some sort of role in this Thanos Infinity War, like what were they doing? Yeah. And an easy way to explain that is, oh, they were in another a different, a different multiverse yeah. where that just wasn't happening. Yeah. They had other issues. I that, mean, that being the Fox multiverse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of hilarious. I'd love to see some of our MCU characters go to the Fox yeah. first. Uh, I mean, and then immediately, I don't know. I could easily see, obviously, like the end credit scene of Far From Home. And it's like Peter meeting the X-Men. And yeah. it's like, what? And like, that's yeah. it. And they're like, cool, phase four. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Get the fuck oh, for ready. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it opens up a ton of opportunities and, and uh, but also at the same time, I have this nagging feeling like, why would you trust Mysterio? I mean, Mysterio is also a character that's known for, he fakes out his opponents with illusions yeah, and his whole thing is misdirection. Mm-hmm. So what if we're getting all excited about this and this is just not the case? What? If, oh, so you're saying like, what if he is lying what to Nick lying? Fury and he's like, there's no multiverse. I'm just a normal bad dude. I'm yep. using the events of the snap to just play into what I want to happen anyways. Exactly, because what would Peter want to hear mm. more right now in his time of grief is that there's a multiverse and there could be another Tony out there. So so it seems like a really effed up way to pull on his strings, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think my reaction is, oh, that's sad. Max is laughing. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Well, I'm saying like, yes, I trust you, Mr. Fishbowl Man. (laughs) (laughs) You... You definitely look like someone I can trust. I mean, your name is Mysterio. That's definitely the name of a hero. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's very possible this could be just all misdirection because it is also something, it's a big thing for Marvel to put out there. And it would be a really cool twist, although it's probably going to piss everybody off if it's not true. If it's not true. I mean, I think it's interesting because I follow the social media pretty closely. and Twitters, the Facebooks. Mostly the Instagram. but. It makes a lot of sense now because recently Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland had started posting a lot of photos of them together, of them Mm. on set, and all of their captions were like, the dream team, the dream team, like so excited, the dream team. And so I think they were kind of obviously teasing that this trailer was going to drop and it's like, oh, wait, we're working together. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Or is it that it's all been a dream that Mysterio has created and that's why they're using the word dream team? Well, that's, oh, oh, there you go. Well, that's what I've been warning warning about um, these villains that are also in this movie, like these elemental villains. Mm. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I don't know if these are real characters. Anybody know? Oh, wait a minute. We might have someone who knows we this might, information. We, let's, let's dust off our old friend, <laughs> Warvis. He has uh, purpose again. Yeah. Let's pull it, him out of the storage closet yeah. where he has been comfy, like, hanging out. Yep. Just, uh, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, first of all, where have you been? Um, <laughs> Late to the game. Get with us. And uh, second, Warvis is Sci-Fi Wire's janky Warvis. He takes offense to that. He does. I know. But I, that's just how I intro him. But let's ask him. So, Warvis, you're the all-knowing MC you robot who are these guys it's so wonderful to be back so so wonderful you won't forget about me will you well anyway the elementals are four extra-dimensional humanoids who become immortal with power over natural forces and who rule the kingdom on earth before the rise of the original atlantis they are hydron lord of the waters magnum master of the earth hellfire wielder of the flame and zephyr mistress of the winds wow 
that's a lot more involved and complicated than I thought they were. I mean, what they really need to do is get Avatar The Last Airbender up in <laughs> yeah. here and all of the problems would be solved. Yep. M. Night, where you been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Surprise, oh, directing credit, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. But I mean, it's interesting bringing in, if they do decide to go down the sort of like Egyptian lore component, because this would be then a good opportunity to introduce Moon Knight, if that mm. is the case. Um, which I think would be very interesting. And Moon Knight for our listeners. Yeah, and for Morgan. And Let's, Morgan uh, and myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give uh, <laughs> Who is Moon? This is another perfect opportunity to throw to Warvis. Oh, yeah, throw it to him. Why not? got the lowdown. Moon Knight is the alias used by Mark Spector, a Jewish-American rabbi's wayward son. While working for the African mercenary Raoul Bushman in Egypt, his group stumbled upon an archaeological dig. The dig had uncovered an ancient temple where artifacts included a statue of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. Intent on looting the dig, Bushman killed the archaeologists and Spectre challenged Bushman to personal combat, but he was defeated and left to die in sub-zero temperatures of the desert night. The Egyptians who worshipped the ancient gods found Spectre and carried him to their temple. Helpless before the statue of Khonshu, Spectre's heart stopped. Khonshu appeared to him in a vision, offering Spectre a second chance at life if he became the god's avatar on Earth. Spectre awoke, wrapped himself in the silver shroud that covered Khonshu's statue, and again confronted Bushman. He defeated Bushman and returned to America, creating a silver-cloaked costume based on the silver shroud, and became Moon Knight, a.k.a. the Fist of Khonshu. All right, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's dope shit. All right, cool. Extremely like dope. That. Thank you. <laughs> Similarly, my powers wax and wane with the moon. Oh. So. <laughs> well, that is good to know, too. <laughs> um, all right, so, yeah, we Mysterio, these elemental villains, multiverses, it's crazy. But, you know, one thing that's I think that's hammering people overhead in this trailer is that, like, you know, we're obviously in, uh, in a world without Iron Man. Peter's seeing Iron Man all over the world. He can't escape it. And the whole time Nick Fury is poking him and basically just ask him, are you going to step up or not? Are you going to yeah. fill this void? And um, when you think about the title of the movie, Far From Home, you know, it's not necessarily, home isn't necessarily a place. Home is like Spider-Man's state of mind, his yeah. being. He's far from everything that was, you know, is old to him. So now he's got to step up and be new. He's far from home. He's and not gotta... only Peter Parker. This is a completely new world for everyone. 50% of the people have snapped. 50% yeah. of the people were not snapped. They've aged a bunch. Yep. So it's like, a, I feel like a, just like a completely new place for everyone to be yeah. operating. Yeah, that's a great point too. And super lucky that all of Peter's friends got snapped. Yeah, and, so. <laughs> and his aunt, Aunt May, seems to be the same age. Yeah, I'm she pretty sure. So I guess she I was conveniently That might just be Marissa snapped. Tomei just looking <laughs> so good. Do we, know, later, do we know Happy was snapped? I mean, that's not even clear either. Um he does look pretty gray. Like yeah. his, his. Let's let's ask Warvis that. Warvis was was Happy Hogan snapped? I am confirming that Happy was not snapped. He is unstumpable. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, but I think what's really interesting uh, for me because I, you know, I in coming out of Endgame, the connection between Peter and Tony, I feel like they really, yeah. really just solidified that home. Yeah, but father and son for a hundred percent. But after watching. Black Panther, the first thing that came to my mind was Shuri is going to be the one to sort of pick up the mantle from Tony. Mm. And now that is completely just a big question mark for me is, you know, there's definitely the role of iconic Avenger. Mm -hmm. And is that mantle now going to fall on Peter if he's willing to step up? 
yeah. and and take it. And it seems like, I don't know, he's got this cool sort of like overlaid gauntlet, yeah. shiny thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, totally sweet. Yeah. But I, no clue what that is. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would be such an interesting, I wouldn't say risk, but an interesting decision for the MCU to introduce Tom Holland as Spider-Man and have all of us be so receptive and so excited about him as Spider-Man and then basically be like, Tom Holland is now Iron Man. And then would they recast someone else to become a new Spider-Man if he does pick up the mantle of Iron Man? Or are we just talking about, in theoretical terms, like Spider-Man will become that big new hero, not necessarily he will wear Tony's suit. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think he would wear Tony's suit. I think it's more of like, who do you pin the MCU on now as like your central character yeah. like Iron Man has been. Gotcha. Although, okay. um, but I, but yeah. They did sort of set that precedent with Hulk wearing the Hulk buster suit yeah. in Endgame, which yeah. I thought was super dope. Yep. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that Hulk is going to take up the mantle of Iron Man. Yeah, but exactly. But that is something that heroes can do. Yeah, I mean, there's so much they can go with this. I mean, they have to eventually. Somebody's got to be Iron Man. The suit's too cool. It's too cool. <laughs> like, it's you know, too cool. like it's just so easy to put someone in it. Um, but yeah, I think that I think we're gonna wait a while though before someone actually is in, back in that armor. Oh, okay. Again. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. gotta can only imagine what that moment would be in a future MCU oh, movie God. where someone snaps into the Iron Man suit and just yep. everyone f- like losing their minds. Yeah. Yep. It'd be a sweet moment. Yeah. Or Iron Man flies through it an alternate dimension (laughs) and here's Robert Downey Jr. back again. Uh, We'll see. I, um, in my extensive internet research since having seen the movie about all of the potentials and what ifs and how are they going to reconcile with Robert Downey Jr. being gone, um, one of the most promising ones I read was at the funeral where he kind of had recorded that holographic, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. image of himself and he's saying goodbye to Pepper and to his daughter and to everyone. Um, I think there is precedent in one of the comic books that Tony thinks that he is going to die or he's going into some epic battle and he basically like downloads his consciousness into one of his Mm. AI machines. And so basically it could be, you know, holographic Tony that we could see in the future or he could have like, I don't know, we found one last message from him and Mm -hmm. it's really what Peter needs to be like, it's all you kid. I would totally put my bets on that. Mm -hmm. Like in him coming back in any form, he's coming back as like, yeah, like a force ghost AI. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm on board with that. All right, cool. So, um, but yeah, I mean like that's generally the trailer ends on a really funny note with, um, happy trying to save, Spider-Man's friends who, again, I don't know who was snapped or whatever, but they're all back and they're all seeing the same age and everybody seems fine. There's a new um, there's a new girl in the group, that blonde girl who I was, uh, I don't know, is that Gwen Stacy? I am. I think okay. I missed that, but yeah. maybe. There's there's another an one in the group okay. that's with them. That's new, obviously a new character new that character. they just didn't call out because she's oh, in multiple. Of you the look scenes. closely. Um, mm-hmm. But it might just be someone that didn't get snapped and actually aged appropriately into that grade. <laughs> And they're like, so, last time I saw you, yeah, you were Cassie's age. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, but uh, super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the post snap world is a hellscape. I've said it again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. But that, that's the trailer. So let's just talk about you guys have a favorite moment from the trailer. I yeah. would say getting, you know, our first actual lines of dialogue and good look at Jake Gyllenhaal. Because, I mean, he's a good looking dude. And and the original trailer was more so him doing fighting the elementals. Yeah. And you don't really see him as a character. But, you know, seeing his full costume mm-hmm. and like his interaction with Nick Fury and explaining about, you know, why I could have really used you on my earth. You know, seeing more of his character come out a bit. I thought that was really exciting. I mean, for me, it's got to be Nick Fury saying, Bitch, please, you've been to space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, I love any moment in the MCU when they just call out the ridiculousness of it, you know? Like, yeah, that was really good. What about you? Did you have a favorite, Matt? Um, You know, I... I like that they allude to MJ actually just figuring out that he's Spider-Man. MJ, I... am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's... Kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Sure. I hate the secret identity thing. It's just impossible. She would know. Yeah. So I'm glad if she does know that it makes things more interesting to me. I agree with that. Um, yeah. And it, I feel like they always, you know, that's a trope in superhero movies where they play with the secret identity for, and it becomes this huge plot point. And you know exactly how it's, it's going to so end. Tiring. How could you keep this from yeah, me? Yeah, but, yeah. And it's tiring. It just makes yeah. everything so much better. I kept better. it from yeah, you to knows. keep you safe. Yeah. It's, I mean, he even so says it in. Out. In this trailer, he said, I feel like my friend, I'm always putting my friends in danger. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're always, mm-hmm. you know, because yep. of me. Right. So he'll, yep. it, he will play with that typical superhero, you know, problem, it seems like in this movie. And there's other one other moment I really like, and this is at, I think, two minutes, 15 seconds in the trailer around. It's really quick and you miss it, but somebody took a screen grab and caught it. Um, there's a point where uh, Peter puts on Tony's glasses. Mm-hmm. So Tony's wearing, Tony has those awesome like Iron Man glasses he wears that he's able to like basically see his HUD display or something. And I guess, I don't know, Peter ends up with them. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, oh. interesting. Hmm. Wonder why. But it was like dad putting on, your, you know, his dad's glasses, fun putting on dad's <laughs> glasses. Yeah, that was cute. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought I thought overall a fun trailer. The, the One question I had when I was done watching is like, why did we just, why didn't we just wait until now? Like we didn't have to see the other trailers. I would have much, much, I understand it's Sony and they're not necessarily Marvel and they had to put out a trailer, but now knowing Endgame, how cool would it have been if this was the first time you saw all that stuff? It would have been cooler. Oh yeah, it would have been, as opposed <laughs> to, yeah, it would have You know, because now it's like all stupid misdirection, you know, I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, but now it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more excited now for Spider-Man yeah. than I was. No, for sure. I, I think now I just wish I had been in how, like how many meetings between Sony and Marvel occurred where Sony said, can we put out this trailer? And Marvel said, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. And then, then Sony said, can we put out this trailer? And they yeah. were like, no. Well, even the suits, it's like the Iron Spider suit isn't in any of the trailers yeah. until this one. Uh-huh. So they were like, can we use Iron Spider? Like, no. no and he also can. has, an, he has a, a new suit, the black one, the all black one yeah. that he wears in the trailer. Yeah, almost like the noir suit. Yeah. Yeah, and he has his classic blue and red, which I'm mm-hmm. curious, like, which suit did he bring to Europe? Did he bring one at all? I mean, if you're Who traveling made to suit? Europe, 
Europe, you yeah. need to come with uh, a bevy of outfits. Yes, that's true. You Six never know, fits. especially in Europe. I mean, we have no ranking. So, <laughs> no, it's a definitive ranking. 14 out of 22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how about just final thoughts on this trailer and where your mind's at going into the rest of the MCU, I guess? I don't think I'm quite ready to process a movie in a post-Endgame world. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm glad that it is a Spider-Man movie because it feels like if you were to rewind to like, you know, 2007 or 2008, right? What's the, like the Marvel movie that you would have been the most excited for? It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man is one of the most iconic Marvel superheroes. And it just feels like Spider-Man is going to carry through to the next phase and be an increasingly bigger part in that in that uh that universe so i i think i'm just i'm excited to see what peter parker has to offer in the new phase yeah i think i'm kind of also in the same headspace in terms of i'm still processing avengers endgame and if you think about it like spider-man far from home comes out in july that's like a month away really yeah it's crazy so that's a a quick turnaround sure is between and you know i'm sure like you said before matt Sony isn't MC, isn't Marvel and isn't Disney. And so they can kind of, to some degree, do what they want. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Max, like the number of meetings where they're like, can we release it in, <laughs> can we release it in May? No. Can we release it in June? No. Can we release it in July? They're like, fine, fine. guys. Oh my God. So, because Endgame will still oh, probably still be in theaters. with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like part of me feels like it's a bit too too soon yeah. to like jump into that. But then the other part of me is like, well, I want the answer. So who am I to complain? And and it's Spider Man. Yeah. You know, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. He's following up with mm-hmm. one of his A list talents. Oh, and the music. How awesome that they make that the theme. So good. So good. Um, all right, cool. Well, we will leave it there. Uh, if you listeners at home are looking for more, uh, be sure to check out. Our associate features editor, Caitlin Bush, did a great write-up of the trailer for on Sci-Fi Wire, uh, so you can check that out there and also watch the trailer wherever. I mean, hopefully you know how to use the internet. It's there. Can't it's miss a, it today. It's a great tool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back eventually with something, but you can definitely be sure to keep a lookout for our review of Spider-Man Far From Home when it premieres in July. Sweet. Until then, we'll be listening for all the news and keeping updated on everything MCU as it comes along. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.